up, everybody? It's your girl, Jazzy Bell, and you are tuned in to Women in Hip Hop Podcast. And on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. And today, I'm very excited for obvious reasons. I am here with the breakout star of Love and Hip Hop Miami, Amada La Negra. Oh my God, that was some extra R's in there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for the invitation. I'm so happy to be here. And anything that that is to support women and empower women, I'm always up for it. So Yes, yes, yes. So I know that I've been following you and I'm very pleased with what you're doing. Amen. Yes, and of course your beauty is very intriguing. Oh, thank you. You're beautiful too. Thank you very much. Okay, now let's get to it. So you already know how this show goes. I like to go? give oh people she doesn't know. Oh my God, I'm scared. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I just like to give people like a backstory. I know we watch on Love and Hip Hop Miami. I know you kind of tell your story, but right. you share that platform with so many other cast members. Right. So for here, it's just to kind of say, you know, yeah, where you from and just how you got to be and who you are today. Okay, so I was born and raised in Miami. My parents are Dominican, mm -hmm. so obviously I consider myself a you know Dominican. Um, I grew up very cha-cha, like I say, very Latina. <laughs> um, I studied as a child star when I was four years old in this show called Sábado Gigante. I was there for six years every Saturday. Then I became a backup dancer for the channel, um, doing Latin Grammys, Premio Nuestro, all these big awards. Um, then I started doing commercials for Disney and little by little it just kind of like evolved mm -hmm. um, It wasn't something that happened overnight I always knew what I wanted to be and I pursued it from a very early age. I'm very grateful that my mom supported me a hundred percent and um, And then little by little like I said, that's the reason why I'm here today. I've been putting in that work You have <laughs> since day as one fact, literally. Let me, as a matter of fact, let me start. Oh my god, let's toast to yes, you. Yes, we're toasting. We're doing this since day one. Yes, we're doing this <laughs> with water because it's very healthy to drink water yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't put me on a blast. <laughs> My viewers know better than that. Oh, okay, well, yeah, she's making me have a shot. All right. Well, first, I want to ask you, your name is Dana. Diana. Diana? Yes. Okay, so Google's wrong. That's Google love, is wrong. That's why I love to have a guest here to Google clarify. is wrong. I've been trying to figure out who put that out there, that my name is not Dana. It, it, it says Dana Danella Or Donna. Um, it's Same. Diana Danelis. Danelis. Yes, Danelis. Diana Danelis de los Santos. <laughs> yes. Where did Amara La Negra come from, Amara? Okay, so I used to be in this girl group called Amara. It was like, it was five of us. Mm -hmm. It was back when Destiny's Child started. Mm -hmm. And then everybody wanted to be Destiny's Child. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, oh my God, we should do a group. Um, then one of the girls got pregnant. And then the other one fell in love with some guy, and then none of them were, were focused. And I was the only one that, no matter how much I can like someone or whatever the case may be, nothing will get mm. me unfocused from my career. Mm. So the fact that, that they went through that, I decided to keep the name because it means eternal beauty. And, and, and somewhere in Google, I saw that it, it meant um, like woman of cinnamon skin or something like that. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, my God, that is so perfect. And I don't know a lot of Amaras or I don't know any Amaras at all. So then I said, I'm going to be Amara. And then La Negra, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Right. A lot of people didn't remember my name. So it would be like, what's La Negra's name? What's the little black girl's name? La Negra. And then it just stuck. Amara La Negra. How did that feel being um, called the, the little La Negra. La Negra. Yeah, the thing is that for us, we say it. We say it out of love. We oh, say so it's it a term of, of endearment. It's a, it's a term okay. of endearment. Like you say, ah, la flaca, the skinny one, or the fat one, or the chunky, or whatever. La Negra is, is not a bad thing for us. Obviously, there's people that don't use it properly. <laughs> but if you say, I mean, Negrita, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Now, with the other uh, members of the group, Amara. Do you still talk to them? Where no, are they today? No, that I have no idea where these girls are. I have never known anything after that. Well, how did you guys get together? Because, you know, like, in My comparison space. to Destiny Child, no way. MySpace. So you guys didn't, like, grow up together. Y'all no. wasn't, like, in school together. No. And it wasn't, like, a natural... No, it was MySpace. It was back in MySpace. They were doing an audition. They put it out there, looking for a girl for girl group. Da -da -da -da. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to audition because what about maybe we can be Destiny's Child. You never know. Right. So then that's how it happened. And we didn't last very long mm. at all, but it's okay. Did you get along with them? Okay, no. So yeah, about that. <laughs> we, we did. We okay. did, but not really. Oh, okay. Um, It's funny that you compared with the... Destiny Child because you was compared to Beyonce on the show and that oh, was a God. big ordeal. Oh, and I'm going to get to that in a no, second. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to that in a second. But talk to me about the term Afro-Latina. Okay. What do you want to know? Because I just feel like 
do you know anything about Latino? But this is the thing. That's why I'm going to like really express it because I, and I love this podcast because I speak from a fan's perspective. And sometimes I speak from an ignorant perspective because right. I want to learn. Okay. And I think it's okay to say, yo, I don't know. That's fine. Because I think when you watch the show, Love and Hip Hop Miami, not to bounce all over the place, but the um, the back and forth between you and Young Hollywood, which is kind of crazy because he is, you know, Latino. But even he seemed to be a little ignorant when it came to what that term really means. So now after moving to New York, when I was like 19 back in the day, um, I'm originally from Detroit. So I didn't know what none of that meant um, growing up until I moved here. So please, for the people out there that's not really sure what Afro-Latina is, break it down. It's really not that hard. <laughs> My race, I'm black. I don't okay. think we have to break that down. Um, culturally and everything else, I'm Latina. Um, I grew up in a, house, in a home where only Spanish was spoken. My mom doesn't know any English. None of my family members know any English. Mm. I think there's a big, of which I spoke about that in the last interview that I had. Um, a lot of people will say, oh, because um, Dominicans or people that are Afro-Latino don't consider themselves black. It's not that we don't consider, consider ourselves black. It's that there's a misconception for us being, if you say black, means African-American. Because the way that the system is set up over here, it's either you're Caucasian, you're black, which means African-American, mm -hmm. you are Latino, which everybody's put in a pot, even though that we're there's Colombians, Hondurans, Cubans, Dominicans, there's like so many of us, but they consider us uh, all Latinos just put us in a box. Mm -hmm. So that's really what happens. Um, and then I just feel like a lot of people feel ignorant as far as Afro-Latinos and their culture is because there isn't a lot of exposure of Afro-Latinos on TV or in the entertainment industry for the most part. Mm -hmm. So which is one of the reasons why I'm really fighting for it because I feel that there should be more representation of people that look like myself in the Latin community. Therefore, that would help as well for people not to feel as if like, oh, there's no way that you can be black and also be Latin. Right. You know, something has to be wrong. No, there's nothing wrong. Is it? There's more people on the other side of the world. Every Everything is not just here and what you see on social media and what you see on the news. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what it is. Um, so I do understand why people can be confused. I don't I don't like to treat the ignorance with violence or being aggressive or being, you know, what I, mean? like, I don't. I rather just educate people and inform them because I can't be mad at you if you just don't know. Exactly. And so. say you don't know. I think it's OK. Yeah, it's to OK say to say you that you don't know. know. I don't know mad stuff like I have no idea of like a lot of things and I'm cool to ask and get informed and learn like you should always be open to learning. Yes. Yes. Now, when did you first hear the term Afro Latina Latina? Hey, this me. Um. <laughs> I don't really think that it was like when I first learned it. It's like, when, when did you first hear that you were black? Oh, since day one. Exactly. The same okay. thing for me. It's like, like when did you know but that Afro, you were black? Latina? Exactly. Like that. Because I feel like if that was the case, then why are there women out there that look like you that may not Res it may not we, resonate with them that they're Afro Latina, like a young Hollywood. Like, why doesn't he know about Afro Latina? I guess it's like you know because maybe from day one that was brought to your attention. So, for some, do you think that a lot of them didn't grow up with that term I in their think, household? I think that a lot of them maybe may have not grown with the term, right? Or because I always grew up with the term. Or black. Maybe, I couldn't run from being black, child. Right. I can't <laughs> run from being black either. Right. So, and I can't run from being black, and I can't run from being Latina either, because right. my mom is like lighter than you a little yeah. bit but my father is probably a little bit darker than the camera guy like he's very very dark skinned so there's such a mix of 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 call of um sure. of shades and and yeah. shapes in my family on my mom's side of the family they have very european features and they're yeah. very fair skinned yeah. but on my father very dark skinned and the women have small waists big butts big mm -hmm. hips so it's so versatile that for me it was like a natural normal thing so it's not that it's funny to me that it's different for other people. It's right. just that I always grew up in it, so there was nothing special about it. That's mm -hmm. just who we are. So you always grew up with that term in your household? Yeah. Always. Yeah. Good. You're, you're black. Like, you know what I mean? And, and if anything, you're Afro-Latina, and that's what, just what it means. You come from African descent. You're, you're black. Like, we could be Latinos. But among the Latinos, you have light skin with maybe blue eyes and blonde hair or whatever. And then you have 
Afro-Latinos, which kind of helps you understand that they come from African descent. Their features might be different. Their hair texture, yeah. they might look like me. So that's just the breakdown, really. Yeah. Yeah. Now talk to me about colorism, because it seemed like since you hit that love and hip-hop stage, honey. Uh-huh. And I know after a while, because you've done a lot of interviews, so it's probably coming across a little redundant at this point. But I do feel like you have become, but this may be your calling, right? It is. Um, You might have became the poster child in this era to kind of break down what that is. Growing up, I've always been faced with that. I'm sure a lot of black women have been faced with that. Black people, period. But for whatever reason, it seemed like it came as a shock when you and Hollywood had your back and forth about it. Right. So, I mean, when did you first experience colorism? So, because I started at a very early age, mm-hmm. I, I did a lot of beauty pageants and stuff like that. Um, I think that I personally felt it when I was like about four or five years old. Mm-hmm. I can still remember um, when I was in that TV show, Salo Gigante with Don Francisco, um, I was the only black girl in the group and either they would put me in the middle or they would put me in the back because they just didn't know how to place me. So it it didn't look awkward. Mm -hmm. So then that already made me feel some type of way. I also remember going to um, get my hair done, you know, hair, makeup, make sure that you're good to go on set. And one of the hairstylists told my mom, you need to perm her hair or do something because her hair is unmanageable. We don't have time for that. Because for other girls that have different textures of hair, all you have to do is brush, brush, put in a ponytail, get out. But when you have, you know, my kind of texture of hair, you have to put in a little bit of work so those a little bit of edge control yeah (laughs) so a little so you know i remember my mom looking at me with this face like Mm. that it it just i knew that it had just gotten started i knew that this was going to be the beginning of something that was going to be tough but i also knew that i had to be strong for it so i went through the whole colorism many 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 times growing up um you know jokes in school even even in the latin schools because i grew up in miami where there's a lot of latin community um and even the little kids would say little stupid comments because you know kids are very blunt. They they have no filters. Um, sometimes they, it's innocent that they do it, right. but sometimes it's just them being mean. And there were a lot of comments like, "Oh, you're you know you're a monkey, you're a this, mm. you're a that, all types of stuff." In the moment, I felt bad. With time, I understood that you know they were just being kids and there was just ignorance. But unfortunately, you realized that at four, five, six years old, that kids mm-hmm. were just being kids. No, I, I took it to the heart. Oh, okay. With time. Yeah. With time, I did get to understand. Not to mention that my mom was always there because I would always run to my mom like, oh my God, like, what is that to me? Yeah. But my mom always made sure to, to tell me that you're beautiful, you're yeah. a queen. Don't let anybody make you feel that you're inferior than anybody. She was always there, persistent every single day to make sure that I grew up with a strong personality and a strong character, which I'm very grateful for. Hi, mom. Hey, mom. Hi, mommy. <laughs> well, since you bring it up, mommies, I do want to shout out mine as well because my mother is very light. I think even lighter than your mother really yeah so she made it a point to tell me I was beautiful every day too and I remember feeling bad for her because I felt like she had to do that for me not that she didn't believe I was right, beautiful right. but I faced those same obstacles of being called you know growing up in in the states they'll say you know no one is 100% black right right and I remember even my own relative I'm not gonna say which brother right but it's all good you know because yeah. I have nine siblings and we're all a different shade oh wow same okay. mother same father too and my father is darker like a little bit your complexion maybe even darker yes. so you know it's a mixture right, right, right so I'm like the best blend of them both I will say but I'm the darkest oh okay. sister like girl in the family and yes. I have some brothers that's my complexion and um they was like well she is, she's 100% black, and it was like a joke, and my mother, like, beat his ass, and was like, don't talk like that about her, and she yeah. pulled it to the side, and just really had to tell me I was beautiful, so I understand right. what what that did for you. Right. Um, do you, have you ever spoke to your mother about that, like, what that did for her, like, like what did that teach you, I guess, for your mother to do that to you? You know that in my, in my country, um, and not just in my country, in many countries, and, and a lot of people have that brainwashed mentality, which yeah. to me is self-hate, but mm-hmm. let's not get into that. Um, they used to tell her that you can't be with no black man because you need to better the race, meaning that you don't want your daughter to come out with nappy hair, and you know what I mean? You don't want her to come out with like a big nose and big lips, and you don't want that because that's ugly, that's bad. So when you have that type of mentality that's being passed on from generation to generation to generation, yeah. Um, thankfully that wasn't my case because I I'm, I love my skin color and I love my my features and I love just who I am and my butt and my. You've waist always and, loved it, even when you were going through. I 
I no, I didn't. I yeah. didn't always love it. I was bulimic for a very long time, and nobody mm -hmm. really knew about it. I was hospitalized, and that's something I never really talk about. Mm -hmm. I was hospitalized because I would eat and I would throw up. I always felt fat. I always felt that I was, you know, my body wasn't ever good enough. Now that people are like, oh, my God, you're naked all the time, and you show naked pictures. What are you doing? I've gotten to that point where I'm confident. I like my dimples, and I like my stretch marks, and I like who I am, and I like the way my thick thighs. I like it. Before... I was always trying to mock the girls that I saw on TV, the girls on the magazine. Her arms are skinny. Her legs are skinny. Um, you know, why do I have so much butt? What's wrong with my hips? Like, what is wrong with it? No matter how much exercise I do, it won't go away. So it took me a long time to understand that's just part of who you are. You're not meant to be like her. That's just who she is. Mm. You need to find you. So once I was able to accept that, now I embrace it, and I'm showing all of this to everybody. <laughs> we see all of that. And just in case y'all don't, go to her Instagram. Go, go for it, yes. <laughs> How long did you deal with being um, bulimic and um, bulimia? I dealt, I dealt with it for many years, and I'll tell you that you never recoup 100%. Really? Once you go through something like that, you will never recoup 100%. You will always feel triggered. It's, mm -hmm. it's a mindset. Um, How did you get out of it? Um, I don't know. It just, it was, I don't know. It's like, it's like when you've gained a lot of weight and there comes one day that you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I'm so fucking fat. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It takes that one day that you notice. Same thing. It was that one day that I was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to stop doing this. And whoever doesn't love me like it, like this and oh, well, and that was just what it was. But it took me a very long time. I originally, um, you know, before that was waiting 230 pounds. I know. I How lost. How tall are you? Five seven, a little bit, like almost Ooh. five eight. I lost. You were juicy. Yes, <laughs> I lost the weight dancing. I was dancing four hours, you know, at a time every day, mm -hmm. and that also triggered me, you know, feeling that I would that I didn't look like the rest of the dancers. Mm -hmm. So it was just all that together that I, like I said, I never talk about this. This is probably one of the very few interviews I've ever really spoken about it. Well, we appreciate you opening up about but it. But I think it's okay. I want people yeah. to get informed. And I know that there's a lot of people out there and a lot of women who feel ashamed of their bodies, of their of the way that they look, of their dimples, of their cellulite, of everything. Don't feel ashamed of that. There's only, listen, there will never be another one of you. Mm -hmm. So all those imperfections you have make you beautiful. There's only one of you ever in the planet. Hmm. I want to so. close that off um, because I think it's important. Again, thank you for sharing that. Of course. I swear, child, colorism, yes. And now you're talking about this. You're really going to be like a beacon of hope and light. Amen. These young girls coming up. Was there a pivotal moment that you can remember where you was like, I'm going to stop making myself throw up. I'm not doing this anymore. And if so, what was it? Like, what was going on? At that time, that I she mean, was like, I'm not doing this. Anymore. I mean, besides the fact that I got, besides the fact that I got hospitalized and I was in the hospital for like two weeks, oh. um, I was so weak and and it was not a good look. Mm -hmm. um, after that, after that, I still kept doing it, but I don't, I don't really recall the moment that that really triggered me to stop. I just stopped. Mm -hmm. It's like when you want to stop smoking, you just choose to stop and then you stop. So I did. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to talk to you about what Matthew knows. Because I will say, with your inception into loving hip-hop and to us over here in the world mm -hmm. and bringing up colorism and all of that stuff and people acting like they never heard of that before, um, which I thought was crazy, um, especially in the black community. It was like, right. y'all, we know what it is, you right. know. Um, I do feel like you sparked a huge conversation to the point where I really think that it reached Matthew knows for him to say what he said. Um, right. Just in case you guys don't know, he said that um, his daughter Beyonce wouldn't be as famous as she is today if she wasn't light skinned. Right. How do you feel about that? Do you agree? Let me look at my publicist real quick. <laughs> um. No, I mean, like, do you feel honestly? I just feel that you just, were the cause of that. I just feel that if, if I if I say something that may not be politically correct, people will be like, oh, I can't believe you said that. I'll clarify. We don't want the beehive. Right. I'll okay. clarify this. The reasons why Beyonce made it the way that she that up, up to where she has is because she's a hardworking woman. She's a hardworking woman. She's dedicated. She's responsible. Her her, her work ethic is crazy, and she's freaking talented. Mm -hmm. We can't take that away from her. Right. However. Did it help? Does it help in the industry for you to be a certain type of shade or whatever the case may be? 
Does it? It does. Because it's not that I'm making it up. It's that you can see it. There's facts. You, you've you seen it throughout the years. So that's what it is. I, I would never want to take away to say that the only reasons why she made it is because she's light-skinned because that's not true. I don't she, think he was saying that the only reason right, why. Right, right. That would be crazy. That, he said that it did help. But it did help. She wouldn't be as big. It, it did help. Yeah. She wouldn't be as big. I, I, I think it's true. There's a lot of talented people that look like myself, that look like you, mm -hmm. that if they have to pick between us and maybe someone that looks like her or, or a little bit lighter, whatever the case may be, that's just what it is. It's commercially, it's more appealing. Um, and it's unfortunate because I think it's, like I said, many years of brainwash. I think that um, we should figure out a way to change that and give opportunities to every, every person, no matter your nationality or your race, give them more opportunities um, so, I mean, that's a tough one, but that's just what I think. I mean, no, I, I mean, when, he, when, when her father says it, I mean, I don't know how to question that because <laughs> he had a lot to do with her career and her getting into the game. So, like, I mean, who he can know better than him and, and his mother and her mother? Like, who can know better? I don't really know how to answer that. But like I said, I think I love her. Beyonce, Beyonce is everything to me. The day that I meet you, Beyonce, because I know you're going to watch this. Yes. The day that I meet you, I'm going to cry a little bit because I cry all the time. And I just want to hug you and smell you because you're so awesome. Okay. Well, do you think you were the cause of him kind of making that statement? Not like the cause, but I, I you don't understand how broad that little snippet no. of you on there went like viral. No, I don't think that was a cause because I believe that he's also writing a book or something. Mm -hmm. And he's been doing it for, for a point. second now. Um, I just think that I just, um, you know, reactivated his thoughts or, or just okay. re restarted the conversation. Reactivation. But reactivation. <laughs> um, like I said, I think that the Afro-Latino community has been put in the shadows for so many years. Yeah. Um, and then just talking about the colorism aspect of it, not just the Latino community, but the African-American community also stood up for what I was saying and understood where I was coming from, why I felt the way that I did. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess that he felt it would be a good time to also talk about it. Talk about support. Right. Talking about that, because you said a lot of people came forth in your um in your favor of the conversation. Alicia Keys. Oh, my God. Whoa. Did you guys see that? Alicia Keys posted up on her Instagram. <laughs> she said that I was stunning and she said that I, she thought I was beautiful and now. Oh, my God. I love Alicia Keys so much. She is so beautiful. She is so talented. I love what she stands up for as well. You know, just to be naturally beautiful. No makeup or whole. I always say. This is what I truly preach. And mm. Never feel as if you should change who you are or the way that you look. You know what I mean? To fit society's standards of beauty or to feel beautiful according to what other people think or say that you should be. Like, do whatever makes you feel good. Like Alicia Keys, she doesn't want to wear any more makeup. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's done. You are not obligated to. And I think she's beautiful just like that. So I, the fact that she couldn't see um, what I'm doing and that she knows about what I'm doing and what I stand up for. And that she posted me really meant a lot to me. So I'm grateful for all the people that are supporting me right here on my live as well. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, I want to thank everybody that supports me, everybody who believes in me, every, every single person that follows me on all my social media. Thank you guys so much because you guys are helping me make this possible. Yeah. Were you shocked? as all hell when she did that? Because you never met her before, right? No, I haven't. I can't wait to meet her. Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta shouted you out Portia, as well. Portia, too. There's a lot of, there's a few of them. Uh, Kalani, to, uh, Kalani, Kalani as well. There's a whole bunch of them. I'm very grateful. Like Yaya I said. was a big one. That yes, I thought Yaya. because she... Yaya, too. I did speak to her. We did DM a little bit. How did that conversation go? Good. We, we were trying to figure out a way where we can do something together Ooh. to also, you know, um, encourage younger women the same concept, you know, to be yourself. And um, like I said, I love me some Tyra Banks now. Hold up. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're going to do this real smoothly because I love Tyra. And like I said, sometimes, you know, people may say things the wrong way or, and that's really not their intentions. They may have not thought about it truly before they did something. doesn't mean that they're a bad person or that's truly how they feel. It's just that at the moment, you know, they didn't really think it through all the way. So I thought it would be a good concept, you know, to be able to do something with her. And we're still working on that. Let's see what happens. Shout out to Yaya, man. Yes. I was rooting for you to win this season, too. Yes. Shout out to beautiful. Eva Pickford as well. She's beautiful. But I was team Yaya, I guess. Really? Yeah, I was. I, was I sure. like both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was team Yaya, for sure, for sure. Um, as far as women, since we're on that, uh, March is coming up. 
March, Women's History yes. Month. Talk to me about your history coming up. Who were some of the women that you looked up to? Just in case. I, I always talk about the same one because she was really like she was really like the it thing for me. She was everything. Well, I loved and admired so much Celia Cruz. She was a, <laughs> a worldwide artist. Um, she was so humble. She was beautiful. She was talented. She she was just an amazing spirit, amazing person, and. I was given the honor to perform with her in like three occasions with her as a backup dancer. Mm -hmm. And just to share the stage with her meant so much to me. Unfortunately, when she passed away, I didn't really have anybody else to look up to. So mm -hmm. I, I automatically had to look into the American you know, um, market and look for Tina Turner's, Winnie Houston, Donna Summers, which are amazing, talented women. Yeah. But I, I couldn't look in my own community for that role model. I had to look you know, outside. Which kind of sucks to me because now the new generation that's growing up, they don't have that either. They have to look into the Rihanna's and the Nicki Minaj's and the Beyonce, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think that they should also be able to have people that they can admire and look up to within their own community. Yeah. Now, working with Celia Cruz, is, can you give me your most memorable moment working with her? Yes, I, I remember, and I will always cherish this moment. One day, we were backstage, mm -hmm. and... Um, I have always been very like this, very sassy and very like. <laughs> so um, I was in the in the hallways just dancing and rehearsing, and my mom like lives through me. So my mom was just watching me rehearse, and she would be like, "Put your arms like this and stand like that and smile and da da da." And um, Sailor Cruz was coming with her husband. She was just coming from performing. And she told my mom, oh, my God, she is so adorable. I wish that I can, you know, adopt her. And my mom was like, take her, take her, you know, as a joke. <laughs> and then she just hugged me and she looked at me. And it's, it's just those moments that I will never forget. She was so awesome. Did she give you, like, any um, advice that you remember that will forever stick with you? She never really gave me any advice like that. I just recall, you know, her um, always admiring my, my beauty from a very early age. Mm -hmm. And, um... And just, you know, her presence. I think that the, the something I'll cherish from her is her presence. There are people that can walk into a room and you just feel that energy, that presence. That's how she was. She just felt naturally big. Mm. I was about to say talking about big, but no, no. no. Wait, talking about <laughs> what type of bigs? What are we talking about, right. though? It's funny because it's actually going to kind of go there, but I do not go there, go there. Uh, Clarify. As in your big personality. Oh. Is it difficult for you to date or your dating scene? First of all, are you single? I need you guys to listen <laughs> on my Insta story, um, on my live, and over here on the show. I am currently single. Okay. I am currently single. Um, It's very hard to find... Uh, a man in this industry that will understand, you know what I mean, that I travel, all the things that I do. I have a strong personality. I'm a strong woman. So it's a little bit hard to find a guy that doesn't get intimidated by it. Um, in the meantime, you know, I'm really focused in my career, and, and I pray to God that he does put, you know, in my path the right man. So mm. Valentine's Day this year up. is going to be really lonely. Now, when it comes to colorists, have you experienced that in the dating scene, though? Because I know for me, yeah. I've had guys say, you're like the one of the few dark-skinned girls I've ever dated, or like the only dark-skinned yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 I have. I have, and, and they make it seem like it's an experiment. Mm. Like, I'm going to try to see, you know, let's try. Let's see, because I've never been with a black girl before mm. or whatever. And I hate it when they make it seem like it's an experiment. Like, I'm a different, like, breed or something like that. Like, it's, like I come like I'm an alien. So it bothers me. So if you haven't dated a black girl before, let me not be your first one. Because <laughs> I'm not here to, for this whole experimental thing. No. Okay, high five to that, though. <laughs> no, that's what we're not going to do. What type of men do you like for the guys out there? Since you are single and you're yes. looking. Yeah, I'm kind of want to waste all of I'm this. Not, I'm not looking too hard because I'm busy. But if you slide up in my DMs, I'm going to look at you. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm really open-minded. I like them to have a big personality, be smart. Um, my mom definitely has to like you. And you can be stingy. There you go. I just said it. Boom, that's it. But there's I no physical like attributes. That physical that. attributes for the most part. I like guys that have a little tummy. That's just my thing. I don't like guys that are that have like a flat tummy. Like I like to rub on a tummy. You're really like my twin right really? now. Yeah, as far as personalities and kind of like what you've been through. I'm yeah, like, Yo, that's so crazy. My friends what that's watching this. I'm a Libra. <gasps> no, me don't say too. Oh, God. What day? What day? Um, this is scary. That's Wait, what I'm like. What, what day? The third. I'm the fourth. Girl, bye. <laughs> 
see how organic this is? Yes. I knew I was a trip. I'm like, why are you like like me? Yes. It's a Libra thing. It's a Libra thing. Are you emotional you too? Very. I know. And what I love, I love hard. Really? Are you a crier? Uh, I'm a crier. I'm a crier. Behind the scenes, yeah, I'm a crier. I don't really. I'm so tough. It's a and, Libra thing. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> now, um, you know what way to kind of break down just so the guys can really, because I know they really, really want to date you. Who's like your celebrity crush? Oh my God. Um, I didn't ask my publicist. Can <laughs> Can I say my celebrity crushes? Yes, publicist. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. So there's this guy, right? Okay. And I think he's so cute. All right. I don't want to say it. Hopefully he's watching your life right no, now. No, no, no. I don't want to say it. Okay, so. Don't say it. So I'll say um, people that I find physically attractive. A girl who has a celebrity crush. Stop playing. Um, I think that there's there's this uh, director uh, called Director X. I think he's very attractive. He's so smart, and I love intelligent men. Yes. Um, there's Nick Cannon. I think he has a great personality, mm -hmm. and he's such a sweetheart. Libras love personality. I, I'm a personality chick. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really care so much about your physical aspect. I say the same thing. Um, you know, a, we like a little belly. And I like a little belly. I like a little, you know what I'm saying? You can eat up a belly. Everybody you name does will, not have a belly. Though. I will feed you. Um, yeah, but... As far as a belly, no, I can give them the belly, but the personality, though, uh -huh. it, that has to be on fleek. Who else do we think is cute? Audience? <laughs> I'll take Who Nick else Cannon. do you think is cute? I'll take um, Director X. I feel like both of them will find you attractive, especially Director but you X. Know, you know what it is, too, yeah. is that the smart factor. Like if... What? Ooh, go. Go. Who? Hey, Alicia back there. Hi, that's my publicist. publicist. Okay, cool. I just want to say this. Who I, and I go off of, I'm an Aries. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. I vibe off of a lot of different things, plus the energy. Give me a name. I am loving some Jay-Z and 50. I'm sorry. Jay-Z and 50? I'm like a little I'm, thug I'm in you. I am attracted to intelligence. But the mic won't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm attracted to intelligence, energy. I like. Wait, can them, does the microphone get hurt? What, is it picking it up? I don't know. You can slide in real quick. Because I've been one to slide in on a couple of these topics. Really? Oh, you know who, too? Ebro. What, what she would pick up, right? Yeah, come, come, come. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I think is cute, too? Come on, come on. Look at that. Woman in hip-hop. We coming. Real quick, woman in hip-hop. It's very organic. It's very organic. If you watch the show, you know that I've interviewed publicists, um, women within the culture, managers, there you go. all of that. So this is a wait, wait, thing. what about, do, right do you know? And, and you got to excuse me because right I've been running around and we literally got oh, on the plane and we just been going. Yeah, should I say it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll sit. We'll share. Can I share this with her? Yes, yes, yes. yes. It'll probably pick up all of it. Too. All right, come on. We're having girl talk. Here we go. Yay. Okay, can you pass so. that cup now that I have a cup? Oh, no, you can now have some of this. Nope, you're not drinking enough. I just want that one. Yeah. Okay, so this hasn't been. Wait, 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 hold on. What about what about this radio personality? I think it's really cute too. You said Ebro. Yeah, he he's cute too, now, right? Anyway, Ebro is. I like his personality. He I has like a nice personality. Now hold on. Any man that can make you laugh <laughs> and, and smile to mm -hmm. me, I think is is just a great attribute because I think I think for the cute. simple fact. We need that women that's busy and that's focused and that's on their grinding. Yeah. We need a moment to just be like, you know what? You take away all of our pressure and all of our stress and make you just me make feel me good. Feel good and make me laugh. Yes. Ha, so ha. that's what I go off. I go off of energy. Okay, so let's get back to it. So right, 50 boom. cents. 50 cents. What's mm -hmm. up with Let 50? Let me tell you something. Everything about him, his business king. I am attracted to a smart business man. I love it. And he looks good. Dressed in street. Mm -hmm. And suits. He could wear a suit. Man, that suit, that man the wear tailored suit, suit yeah. is like life for me. I now, now, again, tailored suit. <laughs> Custom. <laughs> um, I don't like the loose. No, no. Yeah, we're the pants. We're adults. The, the old Steve Hart. We're adults. Um, and Jay-Z. Let me just say something about Jay-Z. All right, now, you know, okay, Beyonce, yeah. we'll check. I apologize, we have. But listen. I, I admire his intelligence, the way he utilizes his, his street sense with the business, and he has built an empire. To me, right there alone, it's just an attraction. So you're so it's not so much of the physical aspect I don't for care you. about that. 
I don't care about that. I'm more of the intellect. Like I want to connect with you, spirit. I want to connect with you mentally and spiritually. Like I want to connect with you. I mean, I think every girl wants that. I mean, I I don't don't really care. I want a guy that I can connect with. That I don't even. I could cuddle with you all day and be happy. Like it's not even the physical part. Like oh my god, he's so sexy. Look at his muscles. Look at this. Yeah. For me, you don't work out for your health, not because you're good. Yeah, I don't. Like I'm okay with that. Like I got that. Like another token. Cause like I said, I've been wanting to chime in with you girls for you know the last. No, I love days. this. I'm in heaven. Um, I'll talk about that girl time. Hey, I the think <laughs> when I first moved, I'm from the Midwest, by the way, okay. Ohio. Yeah, oh, Detroit. That's what's okay. Midwest. So I'm gonna be honest with you. The first time that I experienced racism was within our black culture mm-hmm. when I moved to the South, and it shocked me more than life. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a high yellow, red pick, you know, and we, regardless of what the assumptions are, we, we have our, our issues too. Like I have, I have issues that I deal with myself, but when I moved to the South, I never experienced racism like I did until I got there. Mm. And it was from a group of darker women. Mm. Elaborate, please. And I was so in awe because I'm like, but I go through the same struggles. Little do you know, you know, mm. because of my tone and because of my red pigments, it's hard for to be taken serious in a male dominated. You know, here being right there, right? Oh, definitely. In a male dominated industry. This it. Oh, mm. definitely. That's why I love because, this podcast because, because I really they look at it like aspects. they look at it like, oh, you you know, you got a cute face. You can be. You can you can go for the mix. And that's another thing. I hate when people ask that. What do you mix with? Please mm. stop asking me that. Don't don't even ask that because it's just so. To me, it's rude. Mm. It really is. It's rude. Like I can go to a market. Um, it's a market that I love to go to, mm-hmm. and. An Asian lady literally came up to me, no bull, and she said, you you have Asian in you. I can tell your your face don't lie. And I'm just like, but how do you walk up to people and say stuff like that? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and like I said, when I moved to the South, that was the first time that I experienced racism. It was with some darker women. They said, oh, you don't, you got it easy. What are you talking about? Look at your color. You, and I said, are you, are, you, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Is that what Excuse happened? Excuse my they language. like you had it easy? Or yes. was there... Type. We was were there having any a conversation with them. No, you? we oh, were having just a that. conversation. Okay. It's like you don't even know what we're talking about. You have it easy. You're, you look at you. You're you're high yellow. You're you know. I'm like, are you serious? Did you feel I'm that like, way? And it bothered me because I was like, why would you think that? Because at the end of the day, I love working with all different type of women. Like I like I that's my thing. I love it. But my thing is don't assume that just because I'm high yellow or I have red pigments or however you want to do that I don't have it hard. But did you understand where they were coming from when they said that? I did, that? but here's the thing. Okay. They didn't understand where I was coming from because of That's my key. color. That's key. Because of how light I am. They did not. They, this, this they is basically so just said, they basically just was like, dismiss you. Stop. You, Listen, you honestly, honestly, like your struggle isn't real. Once you right. sit down and you hear everybody's story and, and everybody's, you know, uh, their struggles, it's so ridiculous to know that we are treated based off the way that we look, based off the, our, our skin color, something that we can't control. We were born looking like this. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that we choose to look a certain type of way, which, by the way, right. I would never change my skin color. I would never change, you know, my features, my body. I would never change that because I learned to love it and embrace it, period. Mm-hmm. But it is so sad that whether it is that you're light-skinned or that mm-hmm. you're too dark right. or that you're in between, in between or whatever, right. that we, you, we all mm-hmm. go through struggles based off our skin, based off our looks. Like, yep. it's not based off your talent of your intelligence personality nothing it's so ridiculous that at this point i feel they say one person can't make a difference yes right. you can yes. the way that you treat somebody else can make a difference for them to treat somebody else different and we just need to come together i know it sounds corny let's just all love each other okay no <laughs> but we do need no, to come together yeah. and oh here goes this now that we're on a, on a women talk show um Oh, Lord. Oh, she is not about to ask this no, question. No, 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 no. I'm not going to ask anything <gasps> funny. But what I will say is, ladies, ladies, oh, hold up. Go. Can y'all please, this goes for y'all too, stop hating so much. Stop 
hating so mm. much. I'm saying in general, we hate, Listen, on, we find reasons to hate no, it's, it's on other good, women for women. the smallest things, it's whether so it's her though. hair, her skin, her butt, her weight, her this, how tall, how short. You guys need to stop it. The reasons why we are the way that we are is because we're so busy trying to destroy Listen. the other the other person. Like that is so messed up and it's the same reason why we don't grow and why we're we're not we're not building together. We no, need to support each other more. We're not. That's why I love this podcast called Women in Hip Hop because it's about women. Yes. It's about women. And I always say this. I'm sure y'all heard this at least for the fifth time. Um, this show is called Women in Hip Hop, but the hardest thing for me to get on this show is women. It's to get women well, guests. Of it's, but of course, why? But of course. Be- the reason why I'm saying that is, okay, I work in the industry as well. I work behind the scene. We are the talent behind the talent and you see a lot of cattiness competitiveness and instead of collaboration applause but i got a platform to collaborate with you sister so why do you um, feel the need to not you see a lot of different elements that that are not always positive and women today first of all shout out to all the black women that's leading businesses entrepreneurism because we are we are killing we are killing it even you know we do the team naps over here so (laughs) uh, look i'm like you see we look crazy we just got off the plane everything so okay um i find it it's always interesting to to watch and just to to see how some women don't embrace others just because of how hard they're going or mm-hmm. how hard they're working. I think it's out of or, fear of feeling like it could only be one. So if it's could only be one, then you would be but that that's, one. That's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. It's, it's like, only one because it's we like refuse room, to collaborate. It's room we for everybody. We refuse to come together. You know that's I mean? why. And everybody has the same 24 hours, period. Ooh, tell there them. There is no if ands, buts about it. There, There's no if ands, buts. If you stop putting your energy into certain things and read direct it and even redirect it with ca- collaboration mm-hmm. great things can always happen yeah period I do. like i love working with women yes. i love working with all different type of can women like <laughs> it, i love it but i also pay attention to women who don't applaud them mm-hmm. or to women who will smile in your face but then go behind you and try you Y'all and it's like, always the one I, and you let me know if you agree with okay, this or not it's always the ones i feel whole mo or agenda i was not supposed to be in this you in it now you in it now i mean i just feel like their whole agenda that they try to push to the masses but behind the scenes is is fraudulent is it's about woman empowerment the whole thing is i'm such and such about woman empowerment i remember just watching like television or like listening to the radio just watching like instagram and seeing what a person is about then when i see them in person I'm like, oh, what's up, girl? Because I know what you're about, woman empowerment. What's up? You know, and I get the, and it's like, (laughs) it's like, wait a minute. I thought you was about, you know, collaborating and coming together for a better cause. And I had to learn the hard way that that is just something to get money. That is something that's just as trending. That is not something that is really sincere. Not not in my case. I personally do it because I really do want to inspire women. I really do want to motivate women and not just women, people of, of oh sorry no. um of of wherever you may be i want to inspire and, and motivate people at the end of the day the day that i die i want to know that i left people inspired and they were motivated because of the energy and the things that i said yeah. so i don't do it because of the money because me inspiring and motivating you isn't giving me any money all i'm happy alone to know that you can come to me years later and say amara la negra right. did this and she, the right. way that i feel about Cela cruz like mm-hmm. she only if she knew how was your words, your your spirit, who you were, inspired me so much that thanks to you, right, I'm here today. That's all I really want to do for other people. Here's so another thing, what we have to learn, not even as women, just in general as human beings, is you never know honestly what a person's story is yeah. or what their yes. background is you never know how hard they ride for what they're they believe in yeah. based off of what they've experienced and we sometimes we don't listen to really listen you we listen only to listen reply. to just reply or just to be a part of a conversation it's not it's not always about okay Ooh, I want to feel like I'm important or I want to do this no take your time and really get to know a person or just say I'm always about okay 
introduce yourself because you never know what that can bring to you. Mm-hmm. I'm always about that. It doesn't matter if it's social media, et cetera. But I'm also one of those individuals where I need some me time to reflect. Yeah. So I come off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can come off very to myself, but I'm really not like that. I love to be around people. I love to learn people. I love to pay attention to people because when I pay attention, I know how to I know how to approach you and I know how to communicate with you. And I guess that goes back to my profession in PR because I pay attention to everything. Mm, like right. I pay attention to your energy. I pay attention to even how you how you approach me. I pay attention to how you respond when I approach you. Right. Even in communication with media I pay attention to all of that because I'm like okay now I know how I can deal with you and I know how to utilize our our ongoing relationship or not utilize it the benefits as both so we have to kind of step back and just kind of pay attention a little bit more and I don't think that we do that because we live in this pop culture this instant gratification like Mm. oh we got to be a part of a trend or we got to be a part of this instead of really getting to know each other and say you know what let's collab on this how Mm -hmm. about that oh let's just start a a women empowerment movement but who really but who really is actually taking the time to really really do it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm so sorry that we've totally gotten yeah, away from I, your list. Yeah, because I'm over here no, like, oh, no. I got it. And we are so like behind. I apologize, but nope. listen. Oh, this is. I know you're I, 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 I need this. I need this content, actually. You know, Girl talk. I need okay, this content. Because what I do want to say, shout out to, first of all, shout out to, because I don't want no one to get it all fucked up. <laughs> shout out to all the women that did come on this show yes. to inspire other women. Yes. I will never forget your contributions yes. and what you did as far mm-hmm. as helping me out on my platform. Right. Love you for it. Um, but a few of you have expressed the same feeling that we're expressing um, today. So, like, shout out to Nadeska Alexis, who's over there with Everyday Struggle. She felt the same way. She said she had issues with black women. Not to shade black women, but we're speaking our truth. And that's what it's all about. But I will say this. um, This is not by coincidence. This was to happen to us. If you go back to the Willie Lynch agenda and the whole Jim Crow, this were... This was put there for us to go against each other. So I empathize with it. I don't get upset. I don't hate. I have a lot of personal um, conflicts when it comes with that. And I try to empathize with it and not take it personal, even though it's hard. Mm -hmm. But I know that it's not your fault, sister. It's Mm -hmm. not my fault. And that's why I don't like to perpetuate the bullshit when it comes to like. It come back from our parents, too. But but it goes further. Like, this was put there. If you look into Willie Lynch and I realize that this generation really do not read. That's why I'm glad we're here in the Vibe Office Library. Uh, really do your research and realize that this really isn't your fault. But if you educate yourself, then you will understand how to break this cycle that's really a disease within our culture. That's why I don't deal with the team light skin or team dark skin. I refuse like, I to, to do that. Team. Now, I'm not I'm knocking. I'm going to be honest I've with you in... y'all were talking about the colors, and, and, and I understand it on so many different aspects, like when I hear Amara That's speak why I appreciate your story, because like, I'm like, yeah, I understand. When I, when I hear Amara speak about it, yeah. you know, I understand her, but then also. You feel like your voice not being heard because it's, it's light like, skin it's go through like, it too. But we really go through the same elements. It may not be on the same spectrum, exactly. but I, but we go through some of the listen, same Listen, Mama, listen to me. At the end of the day, we all go through struggles, okay? We've all been through some shit. We've all gone through some struggles. She does not we need get. nothing else to drink, by the way. And look. And, and, even, and then you supposed to be timing us because I just told no, you no, that. No, 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 because you had sat over here and I don't want you to <laughs> Look, go. Look, I'm over here like, I got <laughs> So, I, get I just want to uh, wrap up the whole team, light-skinned team, dark skin, because I've been in uh, personal confrontations when it comes to this. Even with friends, I just feel, again, it's perpetuating the agenda from the Willie Lynch, mm-hmm. and I refuse to do that. I understand that a lot of the team, dark skin in particular, do it to in support of each other because mm-hmm. you feel it's a lack of representation mm-hmm. like what Amara is saying but be mindful of when you do that you're causing a divide a division even more so within our mm-hmm. culture by doing that I understand that you might mean well but just be cognizant of what it's really doing to our culture and I really think if we come together like mm-hmm. we are on this table right. and talk about it and understand that yes light skin went through it too that's mm-hmm. why I, the reason why I refuse to do it like again because my mother's light skin and my two sisters are very lighter than me so I refuse to do team dark skin and just dismiss what 
my fellow light skinned sister went through because I've right. seen them being bullied. Cause By the way, this skin. is orange juice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, sure. And they were called stuck up and all that stuff. And I just mm-hmm. think, you know, it's fucked up. My mother got booed going across her like stage to, to collect her diploma for no reason. She didn't have friends. She said because, you know, they it was the light skinned thing. Listen, so I, I mean, have everyone has struggled. Let me tell y'all something. I everyone went to school struggled. with the with the exactly. hair, the red brownish hair, mm-hmm. light skin and all. Ooh, used that was to a lot. We on and everything <laughs> about it. What color? What are you mixed with? Why is your hair blonde right here and it's reddish? But trust me, went through all of that. So I totally understand. But I also commend, like I said, I commend everybody's story because I believe that everybody has a background that has went through things that they don't even want to touch on. But at the same time, they made it their victory. I think, and and just to close that up, like I said, yeah. um, I know that everybody's been through their struggles. My respect, whether you're light skin, whether you're dark skin, whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, like I said before, we need to stop hating so much and support each other a little bit more. I feel that myself, even though that I'm talking about the struggles for Afro-Latinos and women that look like myself, I'm always so open to support women that look like you or Caucasians or Latinos mm-hmm. or whatever you are. I'm willing to support you. I don't care how you look. Like, I don't care. That's not my thing is who you are as a person. So the same thing, if you're light-skinned and you may have, obviously you may have family members that look like myself, Support people that look like myself as exactly. well. It's just a support factor. Exactly. It's just a support. I, I, I hate the fact that we even sound like we're dividing each other. Like, we're like this and you're like that. And no, it's just a support factor, period. So with that being said, moving on. Moving Jazzy on. is over here so slick, people. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting you here. leave the shot. Look, you I'm sitting here looking at her like, oh, we going to have to shorten this up. We are, listen. And is she over here like, here, she pushes the, she pushes the, dr- like, she pushes the drink over like, you no ma'am. So, okay. It's her fault. We're doing, yep. But this is the part of the show that I like to call, like, confessionals. So a lot of these questions are okay. one-worded answers. Okay. So it's kind of fun. So okay, one small, word. Okay, one word. word. Almost, just about. One but you're, word. But you're a talker. I'm a no, 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 I can so get, you might have to elbow. I, I can I'm get, I can, <laughs> no, I can get right to the point. Go for it. Okay, now, um, I know you want to transition into mainstream. Yes. Um, And you do have our attention. If you can, what is your plan on sustaining our attention? You want one word for that? I don't think you can give that in one word. That's kind of hard. One sentence. One word? How one to sentence. How to sustain your, your, your attention? Mm-hmm. What's your plan All I have to do you? is be myself. Mm-hmm. With that alone, being myself has gotten me to where I am right now. All I have to do is be myself. I don't expect any more or any less. That is very now, true. would you do a complete album in English? I wouldn't say that I wouldn't, but mm-hmm. currently I don't see it. If anything, I would do a Spanglish. I would never want to lose my essence. You know, throw a little Spanish in there, boom. But um, completely English and forget that I ever spoke Spanish, no. Dream collaborations. Rapper, <gasps> singer, producer. Yes. Beyonce, Rihanna, Nikki. Um, the list goes on. I love Pharrell. Um, Alicia Keys, girl, hit me up. Um, Erica Badu, I'm very open-minded. I'm, I'm such an artist. I just like music, period. Right. Now, I know you say your thing isn't necessarily hip-hop, but do you have a favorite female rapper since this is woman in hip-hop? A female rapper? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I usually ask people to give me their top five, and I ain't gonna do that with you today. Right? A female rapper? Um, who can I say that? I mean... I like Remy. I like Remy Ma. I like. Is that it's hard to just pick one because I like some things about Remy, but I like some some deliveries of Nikki, and I may like a little bit. You know what I mean? Everybody has a little bit of something that I like, so mm. it's kind of hard to just pick one. Little Kim has a little thing too. You know what I'm saying? Aww. It's kind of hard to just pick one. They're so good. Male rappers. Who's your favorite right now? Oh my God, this is gonna sound really corny, but I really like um a little bit going old school. I guess Eminem. He is so dope. Dude. I really like Eminem. I just I like the like the real slim shitty back in those days. Like yeah. just the swag and the flow. It's different than the music that you know they're hip hop right his now. Cypher, but though, the, like the cipher he did. His cipher was, was his cipher was really dope. I mean, I like him. I like many others. I like Kanye. There's a little bit I like about everything. I like Jay Z a little bit. I like a little bit of a lot of people. But I personally really like Eminem. It's kind of weird. Do you have a favorite favorite artist of all time? If so, who? Right now, I, I guess I of would all have to, time, so it doesn't have to be as a it, I can't pick one. I can't pick one because I live for Tina. Tina Turner? I live for Tina Turner. Wow. 
But I really live for Beyonce because Beyonce is everything to me. She sings, she dances, she can act, she's beautiful, she's she's everything. So yeah. Okay. Um, we're remembering Whitney Houston. Um, the anniversary of her death was February 11th, right? If you can, what is your favorite song by Whitney Houston? The um, the the which which one are you singing? The I will always love you. Yeah, I like the I know the um I'm every woman. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I like that song. Every it's woman. Fun. Every woman. Yeah, it was her. It was it's originally Shaka Khan. It's originally Shaka Khan. But yes. it was her rendition the way she did was, it was amazing. was pretty cool. That's another one. It's like you're asking yeah. me the hardest questions because hello, how can you just pick one song? She's a freaking legend and icon. She's everything. Huh? You can't pick one song. It's like pick one song from Prince or one Tupac song or one Biggie. Like, girl, one, you know your hip hop could one, play. One Michael Jackson song. Like, that's hard. You can't pick one. <laughs> All right, I got last uh, like two, three questions. Dale. What would you say to your younger self if you could go back in that time when that hairdresser said her hair is unmanageable? Um, unmanageable. There you go. Great goose kick again. Uh, for the perm story, I like to call it the perm story. What would you say to? Because I, I could just tell at that time, it had to be like. I difficult. wish I wish that I could have told myself. This is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have told that to myself. Because it took me some time to really process everything that was going to happen afterwards. If I would have known that that was just the beginning of, of the struggles for me, that I really had to be tough starting that from that point on, I wouldn't have suffered as much as I did. I would have, I would have, I would have taken things differently. So I would have told myself, this is just the beginning. Like, get ready. <laughs> There's going to be a lot more. When it's all said and done, yes. how would Amara La Negra want to be remembered? I definitely want to be a legend. I, I I don't I don't see myself being in history books, but who knows? Who knows? You know, because I'm still young. There's a lot that I can still do. There's a lot of things I want to do. Right. Um, but I want to be remembered for being a strong woman, for standing up for what I believed, for using my voice, using my social media platforms. Because I'm sure that years from now, Instagram will be like an old thing. Yeah. But um. I want I want people to remember that I use my social media to to promote something positive that I inspired millions of people right. to to embrace and love who they were without caring what social what social um what social media or what society thinks that beauty really is. You know, there's a standard that you should look like this. And if you look if you look like this, you're beautiful. You have to look like Kylie or look like mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian or look like. No, you are beautiful just the way that you are, period. So I definitely want to be remembered for motivating and inspiring other people. Now, you did say something about the standard of beauty. I didn't want to ask this because we were looking at, um, I was looking at past interviews, like I said. Yes. And I don't know if you're really open with it, but I mean, as far as like. My boobs? A plastic surgery. Okay. Are you open with well, that? Well, Do you talk you about that? Why did you like this first? <laughs> Why did you relate like this I don't, I don't know. As far as a plastic necessary. surgery. We could keep it going. Reverse, reverse. Okay, reverse. Okay, okay. Only because to me that that was that was uh a guess, thing. No, not a thing. It was just it stood out. It was like obvious. Oh, because okay. I feel like people pick on you with your hair and I'm like, obviously, like her skin, she didn't get like melanin shots. I don't want to ask those questions because I feel like those that's, that's dumb. ridiculous. Yeah, it's like she's Okay, well, yeah. this is how I feel about but it. Are you open about that? Yeah. And did you do it for yourself or did you do it at the time because of I'm open about it. I don't care. Nobody paid for it besides myself. So big <laughs> deal. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? Um I, the only reason realistically why I did it was because I didn't like how clothes fit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to wear the, the dresses, they had the thing, da, da, da. but not because I cared, because whoever really liked me before that or likes me is going to like me with or without boobs. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really care much for it. It was more like um, for the look. It was a personal it thing. It was a personal thing. And to be wanted. honest, I slightly kind of regretted a little bit. That was my next question. I regretted a little bit because... I'm not. I, I wasn't used to it. It's it's like a very um, I don't know. I, I don't I don't want to say Latina things because African Americans you know have it as well. But usually when you have a lot of butt and big hips, you have small boobs. And my boobs are really tiny. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Or you could be Maybe. cursed with birth, both. Oh, okay. You could be cursed with both. Yeah. No, I'm. I I always wish to have smaller boobs. Uh, I, I mean. I had. Okay. Well, I. <laughs> 
No, no, no. I had really small boobs. I had really small boobs and I had big hips. So I always wanted to be a little bit more even, like I said, because of wardrobe. I regret a little bit now because it's obviously when I wear clothes now, I just feel like, oh my God, they're in the way. Like when you run and everything. It looks beautiful though. Oh, thanks. Of our own self imperfections that we just laughed at together. Yeah. See how we just talked about Can we do all it again? of those. Yeah, you know. All right, guys. And you know what? And here goes another thing, too. For women that do have plastic surgery okay. or women that do want to get plastic surgery, I definitely want to be able to put this out there, too. If you want to do it, do it because you want to. Like I always say, not because you feel pressured. Like you have to. Well, for a man, some women, some women naturally don't have a big butt. But the way the society is right now, they make you feel you have to have a small waist, a big butt. You're, if you're not built like that, don't feel bad. Just embrace what you have. And if you want to get it, mama. Go save up your money. Income taxes money comes in. Go lay away and pay little by little and get your butt done. Your butt, whatever. Whatever makes you happy. Be happy is your life. This is why. This is what I deal with. It's all fun, but we also work. We work, but we have moments. She has a, a, a talk show that we do, you know, on our own. Yeah, we do. We do. It's so very. Can I come? Yes. No, it's so very interesting. <laughs> oh, you should have heard our topics in your in waiting. There, yeah. the topics were lit. We were and in. Why y'all ain't shared this for women? Because it, because it's about. It was supposed to be about my career. Yeah, da, da, da. Yeah, but I can yeah. give you some of that. But I mean, I know the yeah, time is short. Sure. I can't. Next time. Next, next time. time. It was okay. so good too. Real quick, did you get those done here or or in out the, out the country? Oh, I got them in other country. In Dominican Republic? No, I got them in Colombia. Oh. Which is a great place to... Okay, let's go. Okay. okay. <laughs> just wanted to share that. No, Even I though I do have boobs, I, I, st I always thought about getting them. Yeah. <laughs> a great place to go. Plus, if you want to get, you know, like the smart lipo and all that. Okay, you know, that's take, too much. They take that's out percent versus 80% like in the U.S. You I'm know. Just, please, I know a lot. I'm a publicist. Trust me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh we we could have a whole podcast on that alone. Shout on, out to on, the plastic surgeons in Colombia. You know, I'm just saying. So. With that being said, guys, feel free to follow me at Amara La Negra yeah, ALN. Follow, follow the at client. Amara La Negra. <laughs> at Amara La Negra ALN. Thank you guys so much for the love and support. Don't miss Love and Hip Hop Miami every Monday on BH1 at 9 p.m. And stay tuned for my new single, Insecure. Um, it's coming real soon. Um, I know that I didn't get to talk much about, you know, my label and my music and everything else. But stay tuned to that. Follow me on social media so that you guys can see the preview, which is coming out real soon. I have no idea how I ended up on this show. I was really in the back. She was feeling the vibe. Chilling, then. but they just started talking. And All right. Gonna... <laughs> but have a great day. Wait, so I do this. I'm going to do this like I do this on every episode. If you can, sum it up in one word. The vibe. Since we're here at the vibe. Le, le, the le, vibe le, le, that le, you're le. feeling right now. Sum it up le, in one word. You know what? I would say I feel empowered. Ooh. High five. Wait, we don't do high fives. What do we do? Oh, okay. There we go. Thank you guys for coming to Women in Hip Hop Podcast. Amara Landrega. <laughs> and Alicia. How that happened. I was not supposed to get your. All right, bye. <laughs> and I will see you guys later on the next time of Women in Hip Hop Podcast. Bye. <laughs>